At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. of the nightcap here on VEASAN. That gentleman right there, a two-lane green wave legend. Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and our next guest, she's one of our favorites. Pamela Maldonado down there in the Lone Star State, a bodybuilding beast. Did you did you see the pictures Pamela put out? Man, she is... Congratulations, Pamela. That is, uh, that is incredible. I do not... Uh, bodybuild on the side in addition to my work. So you uh one step higher than me for sure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a commitment to bodybuilding because you take a year to build the muscle and you take like half of the year to lose some of the body fat. So it's a whole long process. You have to have a lot of patience, just like in sports betting. <laughs> I don't think Pamela would work out too well. Uh I you know, this is what I do. I after show mm-hmm. I go to the bar and I get beers. I don't think that's like ideal for body uh bodybuilding oh it just it used to work a little harder i mean i mean it, it builds a different part of the body but whatever it's, it's enough out of you know my so I, i'm kind of behind the eight ball here we're not in florida anymore we're in texas oh i've been in texas um i've been in austin since 2017 oh my gosh i was in, in florida i, I mean i kind of wish with? i was in florida it's been triple digits since may <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for coming on we're glad to have you all right, let's get into oh, the business. We we uh, unfortunately we have hard outs because we could keep Pamela forever. Uh, but we we want to get down to the to the business. I saw you put out some uh, content today uh, regarding the Big Ten. So obviously Ohio State, the heavy favorite uh, in this conference. But you look at the Big Ten West, Pamela, and it's it's kind of fascinating to me. There's some teams that I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if they came out of that division. So what jumps out to you when you look at the big 10 this year? I'm super excited. Okay. I should preface this. I'm really excited about this team almost every year. (laughs) This year, especially Minnesota, the golden Gophers row the boat with PJ Flack. Um, I really like their season win total at seven and a half. I especially like the Minnesota team to potentially come out with the big 10 West and contend here for the title. Not to say that I really feel strongly about Ohio State. Sure, we all do. We love C.J. Stroud. But you're talking about a Minnesota team that was just plagued by injury last year. 
This is a run first team lose their heaviest, strongest, biggest backs for the season, especially in a Mohamed Ibrahim. He had 100,000 rushing yards, 15 rushing scores in the year prior out in the season opener. Mm. Then they lose their next running back in Trey Potts, who played just five games out for the season. They lose their third running back, Bryce Williams, who missed the final four games of the season. And yet they still managed the Golden Gophers to be top 30 in rushing. They went 9-4 and four on the season. They weren't just injured injured on the offense, they were injured on the defense. And it was just a team that was plague-ridden by injury luck. And hopefully they can rebound this year. Um, nine and four, when you have a lot of players not in your lineup and you're going to be bigger and better, stronger this season, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I like them. They have a really good road schedule. Um, I think that's manageable. Uh, definitely winnable games at Michigan State. You don't not have Kenneth Walker anymore. We know how much of a key cog he was at Penn State, who's 11-11, and they're having an offseason last year. Nebraska no longer has Adrian Martinez and Wisconsin. Well, last year, even though they had a winning record, they love to give the ball away. And now you're going up against a team that was number two in total defense. So I love Minnesota. You know, I do like the fact that Tanner Morgan's very experienced. If he can get back to his 2019 pre-COVID form, I think that bodes well for this Minnesota team. I guess my question is, Mohamed Ibrahim, have you heard any reports about where he's at, you know, as far as being ready for the opener? Is he back to 100 strength? Is he is he still, you know, non-contact? Like, have you got any updates on, on where he is health-wise? Because I know coming into the year, he was coming off a 1,000-yard, 15-touchdown season. People were talking about him in the same breath as Brees Hall as being one of the top backs in college football. I think because we're still on August 11th, it's not necessary to be talking about whether he's going to be coming back full health or not. But, I mean, so far, from what I see on on-field reports, um, he is around the team. He's the coach. P.J. Flack is saying good things about him. I'm optimistic that we're going to see him. We're week one in the opener, and hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I really do also like that you mentioned the 2019 form of Tanner Morgan mm-hmm. because one of the things that they have this year going for them that they had didn't have last year was that P.J. Flack, he decided to rehire um, the offensive coordinator in Kirk Shiraka, and he was the OC back in 2019 when Tanner Morgan, this was a top 40 passing team, and the team went 11-2. and two. That could be of the benefit as well. Talking to Pamela Maldonado, uh, always uh, always great follow on Twitter, uh, as you can follow her on Twitter at Pamela M35 on Twitter. Sticking with the Big Ten, uh, so with the positives, eh, maybe come the negatives. Uh, Rutgers and Indiana haven't heard many positive thoughts about either two of these programs heading into uh, 2022. So I know there's a trend that you're keeping an eye on regarding the Scarlet Knights and the Hoosiers entering this season. Yeah, so for Indiana, I want, I'm not necessarily, when I do my preseason previews for any conference, I'm not only looking at season win totals, but I'm also looking at potentially how I could either back them or fade them during the season. And Indiana is one of the teams that I want to be potentially looking at their team total unders for each matchup because they were tied seventh last year for punts per game. Uh, That's not a good, (laughs) that's not a good top 10 to be part of. They were fourth worst in giveaways, 129th in points per game, 127th in offensive touchdowns. The best part of this Indiana team last year was kicking. (laughs) They were 87th in field goal percentage with just 72%. And that was actually eighth best in the Big Ten. And they are losing a lot of players. 
brand new coaches, brand new staff, brand new players on the running backs, on the wide receivers, a new quarterback. You kind of just have a whole new, which could be a positive thing. But if you are rebuilding last year and you're still rebuilding this year and there's not a lot of metrics to find that were positive, I'm definitely looking at Indiana to stay Kind of on the same trend as 2021, continue that downtrend, and I'm going to be looking to for them team total unders. I want to back them under every time. You know, I actually agree with you 100% here, and it's so ironic because COVID really derailed this program. Tom Allen had done such a great job. If you think back to the COVID season, that's the year that Michael Penix and Indiana went touchdown for touchdown with, uh, State. with Justin Fields yeah. at Ohio State. And they had Michael McFadden on that defense, Wap Filiar. Like, that was the team he had built to actually turn the program around. And then COVID hit, and they just haven't been able to sustain their momentum in recruiting. I'm with you. I think it's a, a huge rebuild now for the Hoosers. Yeah, I need, I, I've got an important game there. Uh, I need Maryland to beat Indiana. That's important to us. Important to some, me, on the over <laughs> five and a half for, uh, for your guy, Mike Loxley. All right, I want to go to the Pac 12. We haven't talked a ton of Pac 12. And if we do, it's usually about USC. And I understand why, or Utah. Uh, I'm high on the Utes, as many are. But there's a team that I like, and maybe you like even a little bit more, as I think Jonathan Smith is getting things rolling up there at Oregon State. I was staring at their win total tonight, uh, earlier tonight. Maybe you could push me over the edge, or maybe you could push me somewhere else. Give me some thoughts on the Beavers up there in Corvallis, Pamela. I love me some Beavers as underdogs. I don't know if you've been paying attention the last couple of seasons, but Oregon State has been a great underdog against the spread. Um, they are 14-7-1 and and in the last three seasons. In conference, they led in yards per play. Quarterback Chance Nolan hit over 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, nearly 300 rushing yards. This is a team that is very capable on its offense. So they've done really well in the underdog role. Their season win total is six and a half. Yes, I'm looking to them to back again as underdogs um, in the upcoming season. But I'm also looking at that six and a half total and thinking that maybe that it's just a smidge too low, that maybe they're getting undervalued here. They did just come off their first bowl game in eight years. They have a fifth-year head coach in a conference where there's a lot of teams that are switching to new head coaches. They have a new defensive coordinator, which could work out in their favor um, because that was pretty much just the one area that was lacking for this team last year top 20 in rushing yards, the offensive line, top six in the nation, which is why they did so well um, with that run game and as an underdog. But they're returning their head coach, the quarterback, offensive line. They have depth at the running back. And the best part of their offense is in the run game with the new defensive co- uh, defensive de- defensive coordinator. And they have a great home schedule, which is most often what you want to look at if you're looking at a season win total. Can they get some of those home game wins? And absolutely, I think it's doable. They have home games against Boise, USC, who we know is probably overhyped, <laughs> Washington State, who has a new head coach, Colorado having a down season, Cal and Oregon. These are all winnable games. If they can be competitive as underdogs, why wouldn't you want to back them as outright? And then over six and a half can come into fruition. It's interesting because their defensive backs coach, Blue Adams, is a really good friend of mine, and I was on his butt. I said, you guys lost to Utah State? You get to a bowl game and lay an egg? <laughs> but he's got like seven freshmen in that secondary, Pamela, and he loves them. So he thinks they're going to be big, long, and athletic on the back end. So we'll see if they can carry the momentum in Corvallis from last year. As you say, a lot of those other teams have a lot of transitional situations. So if there's a year for them to get it done, it's this one. They can be Boise State in the opener. We're uh, we're we're in good shape there. Uh, challenging start to the non-con though. Boise and then Fresno. Hey Pamela, we only have about forty-five seconds. Uh, SEC, 
Ooh. Georgia, it's Alabama. Sean loves him some Kentucky. Uh, anything jumping Nene's out of you? Nene's in my coffee, baby. <laughs> and you and I are on the same boat because Whoa, I love Kentucky. I love the over seven and a half. Last year they went 10 and three. Um, they were one of three teams to put up 13 points against a Georgia defense. And then they were the only team, the second team to hold Georgia to less than 30. I mean, to 30 or less. That is like a really good mark, even though it doesn't sound like it. But they are a run-first team. They're 20th in rushing, and their top two running backs are making their return. Chris Rodriguez, nearly 1,400 rushing yards, nine scores. Quarterback Will Levi, he's good. Third in rushing on the team, also nine scores. This is a team that has a good defense. They are capable on the offense. They're returning back some of the key parts. I love Kentucky this season. I'm with you. Pamela, we'll see you in Vegas in a couple weeks. Always a pleasure. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Follow her on Twitter at PamelaM35. It's the Nightcap here on BC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Take the VEASAN expert. To learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city caps designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to have Pamela Maldonado on the show at Pamela M35 on Twitter alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on Visa, and I'm scrolling through our college football betting guide right now to uh Take a gander at uh, at the write up that Matt Humans wrote on uh, on the Oregon State Beavers. Not a bet that I've made yet, but I think uh, I think I could be talked into it. I was looking at the schedule pretty hard today. Kind of how many games they'll be a favorite in? They'll be a favorite seven, maybe eight. Couple toss up games uh, there for uh, for the Beavers. So a lot of a lot of uh, continuity coming back there. And you said you gave me a little nugget that got me a little more intrigued, a little more excited. Yeah. Secondary, some juice there. They're a lot like Baltimore. A lot of projection going on back there. Bunch of freshmen. He really likes them. He thinks Nine starters back, just saying. Yeah, but Seven wins last year. I, I would back Oregon State more so because I think the conference is down. I think, the And I think a lot of programs are scrambling because of the announcement that SC and UCLA are leaving. 
So I don't even think the sole focus is on winning the Pac-12 this year for a lot of schools. It's more so what do we do once our two stalwarts are gone? So that's interesting. When all the energy isn't rolling in one direction, which is winning games, like, of course, people still want to win, but it's not the normal year in the Pac-12. So a team like Oregon State could sneak up. I wish the quarterback was slightly more dynamic. I think he threw 19 touchdowns, 10 picks last year. But on the other hand, they have a huge home field edge. People got to come to Corvallis. I mean, those aren't just cold Weird games. I mean, it's, it's windy. You can't see. Was it about 10 years ago? SC went up there undefeated. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's so a Friday night. Yeah, strange things happen in Corvallis. Weird things happen up there in Corvallis. They open the season, one of the late night games, Pac 12 after dark against Boise State. I think Boise State's getting a little too much love because of their name. I think the two best teams in that conference are Fresno State, who Oregon State also plays, and uh, Air Force. I'm not buying Air Force, but I get it. A lot of people like Air Force. I just, I, I'll say this, and and a lot of, I'm not all in on the Air Force hype train. I trust others who who say they are. Uh, I just think Boise State shouldn't be the favorite in that conference. We had JVT on, uh, you know, earlier this week. He believes Fresno State's the best team. I do too. Uh, with Jake Hayner still there, you know, when you look at Oregon State's schedule, man, if they could start three and zero, you're smooth sailing to over six and a half. If they split the first two, you're in decent shape. Uh, against Boise and Fresno State. If you drop both of them, you're in trouble. Now, granted, it was one of Utah State's better teams. I still can't get over the fact they lost to Utah That's State true. the bowl game. That just bugs me. It really does. I I understand that. Yeah, Especially a team that hadn't been to a bowl. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, my gosh, we're not in the Rose Bowl this year. You know, we got to play in the Garden Eater. You know, it's raining outside bowl. You know, this is a team that – Going to bowl game was like a huge accomplishment. And then to not be able to handle, you know, Utah State, I just. I think that's fair. Yeah. Fair, fair criticism. Uh, in Utah State, they were amped up for, but to your point, Oregon State. And it wasn't like it was in. But I know, trust Pam. It wasn't in Boise. Yeah, so it Pam was, likes them. And she doesn't like them to win the uh, no. Pac-12. She just likes over the win total. She likes over the win total. it makes a lot of sense. And you could find six and a half at DraftKings plus money to the over. So. Not a bet I've made yet. I'm going to keep looking around, see if I can find that plus money. Obviously, we can't bet DraftKings here in Vegas. I did see a bet MGM even money to the over on I, six and a half. I like that bet more than Minnesota. Yeah, the Minnesota one, I mean, I, Minnesota, I'll say this, and I always look at the non-con and see, you know, like my bet on Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. Over five and a half wins, which most, I don't know if there's still five and a halfs out there. It's I got a text locks that you took the over. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all in on, on locks. Um Third game of the – it's still five and a half here at Circa. That's actually where I played it at minus 130. Um, SMU week three is is the one that's scaring me in the non-conference. So Minnesota in the non-conference, Sean, they have very, very manageable. Um, you don't like to fight in Jerry Kills in the opener? No. <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, then they have you know the Leathernecks of Western Illinois. Colorado is – could be under three wins this year. And then and then things get real, right? At Michigan State, you get Purdue at home, at Illinois. Um, I'll I'll disagree slightly with Pam. I think at Penn State is gonna be trickier than uh than you would expect, but um, you know, Rutgers at home. I want you to do something after the show today. What's that? I want you to do Google player unrest at Minnesota. Football. Yeah, they're not happy with. Uh, I mean, with, that, that uh, PJ Fleck PJ thing Fleck. Is, is is wearing thin. I mean, there's some. They keep winning though. Well, 
this is the first time some of that stuff has become public. That's true. So I always get concerned when, when guys are like, he's a fraud. You know, he don't care about us. You know, you still, it's one thing for him to be like, you know, we got out coached, but he loves us. It's another thing when kids are leaving the program talking about, you know, I can't stand PJ. You know, and these are good players. I mean, these are guys that were, you know, so I'm just, I'm probably leave that alone. I didn't like the year Tanner had last year. That's why I hope he can get back to 2019. As Pam mentioned, the coordinator that was under that production, but that also was Rashad Bateman mm-hmm. as his, his, his go to receiver. Johnson. Right. So, you know, we'll see. Um, Interesting, interesting. I, I I know some people personally attached to that program. They're not real happy with with PJ. He also made a uh, horrendous offensive coordinator hire that he righted. He fired him. Mike Sanford, not good. Um, you know, we mentioned we've talked a lot of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris talked, Rodriguez, I love by the way. Too. We've talked Kentucky. Pam likes Kentucky. I like Kentucky too. I just don't think they could beat Georgia Three or losses. win that division. You want to take a cigar bet on that? I thought we already had one on Georgia. Well, I have Georgia to win the SEC East. And I get the rest of the conference, right? Yeah. And yeah. you get two sticks if it's Kentucky to win the SEC East. Right. Uh, I'll take over nine and a half wins. How many games they play? Twelve. You said three losses. Over nine and a half. Nine and a half. Let me think about that one. I got to look at the schedule a little closer. But I wanted to um, – I saw a clip today of Nick Saban jovially – laughing at a press conference and i'm like oh man (laughs) he's got a good team man oh man he's got a good team man i i so DraftKings, if you want to lay the juice DraftKings still has 10 and a half wins as the total for alabama at minus 280 i mean where are the two losses where's the one loss sean I mean, Texas A&M, Tennessee. Oh, man. Like, uh, we getting a visitor? You got to pull hard, Derek. We got, we got think, the owner coming in? I think so. All right. You guys, you guys want to wait till the next segment, or you want to come? Hey, Spider's coming in. He's bringing drinks. Hey, Spider. All right. Uh, so when you look at that This schedule, is what we're going to do. We're going well, well, no, no, well, to hold off on Derek and, right. and company. And, and so, we'll so bring him in. To finish the point, I mean, that stretch of at Arkansas – Texas A&M, at Tennessee, Mississippi State, at LSU, at Ole Miss. I mean, they could conceivably like be in a, a couple fourth-quarter games there. That's possible. So I can see one potential loss. I mean, they're going to be super talented. They're going to be hard to score on. But that stretch of six games with multiple games on the road, you know what I mean? Like at Arkansas, Sam Pittman got that game circled. Then they got the whole offseason Jimbo Versus Nick. I can tell you right now. A&M. You there, know, then they come out of that and no, go to a Hendon Hooker-led Tennessee. There is no way, no way Alabama loses to A&M this year. Zero. At home, they lost to them last year. They've got that game circled. I think they might win by 100. Yeah. But the next week is Tennessee. And you might think, okay, that's a letdown. And in Knoxville. But that's... That's the third right. week so that of October stretch, game. October 1st to November 5th. Sean, do you know that tech, uh, Alabama, oh, November 12th. Alabama has beaten Tennessee, who is their rival, right? They smoked the cigars after the game. Well, Auburn's their rival, but. It's one right, of their rivals. Right. They, they smoked the cigars. Right. It's the, called the third Saturday in October. They have beaten Tennessee 15 consecutive times by an average of 26 points. 
points. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban said last year was a rebuilding year, Sean. They were Jamison Williams' injury away from winning the national title. Wow. I mean, I... John Mechie and Jamison Williams. Don't forget, they lost both they bring, top receivers. They bring in, and it's just one of those things where what Nick Saban was, you know, didn't love the portal. And it's one of those things like, oh, we're going to play the portal game? Okay, I'll bring in Eli Ricks from LSU. Jameer Gibbs. He'll be a first-round pick. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs could win the Heisman Trophy. Tyrell ha- uh, Harrell had 20 receptions, and six of them went for touchdowns. Dude... The dude was clocked on a stopwatch running a 41940. Unlike Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban pivots and adjusts. Oh, by the way, they have Bryce Young and, and Will Anderson, arguably the two best players in all of college football. That team. Nick Saban was laughing, Sean, at a press conference. <laughs> oh, good Lord. You all are all in some big, big trouble. Take the visa. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And a weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms, conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Look who the cat drag did. The owner of the owner of the joint, Derek Stevens. By the way, look at that right there, Derek. Say hi. We're on the big screen. Uh, Derek Stevens, Banksy in the house, Sean King, of course. We were just uh, joking around. Uh, and a lot to get to. A huge weekend. I know next couple weekends for you guys here with sign-ups. But um, have you you've seen the movie Billy Madison? Long- of course I have. You remember when he walks out into the uh, playground and he catches the ball? He says, now you're all in big, big trouble. Nick Saban was laughing at a press conference today. Everyone's screwed. They're going to win by a gajillion every weekend. If Nick Saban is laughing, Sean, you know. I mean, if he's jovial at any point and not a grumpy old man. Best defensive team he's had in probably the last decade. They'll be like Georgia. They'll have seven, eight guys. Will Anderson could be the number one overall pick. But I will say this. That six-game stretch from October 1st to November 12th is tricky. They're at Arkansas. Then they have the A&M game, which is Jimbo, Nick from the offseason. At home, Then they go to Tennessee. Then they get Mississippi Mississippi State. State. Then they're at LSU and at Ole Miss. But there's a bye in there. Yeah. So it's a tricky little little run there. Playing in that conference is never easy, but – you guys, I mean, everyone in town, uh, Derek, has got the odds so low on Alabama. I can't imagine you guys are even getting much money flooding in on uh, on them in the futures market because I don't know what you guys are right now, but it's, it's probably in the plus $182 range for national championship. It's insane. Yeah, let me go back to when we first started. First off, I want to go back to the live read. 
He had, he had a Blue Moon live read. This is right up my alley, right? <laughs> I, you guys are giving me the zin. I, I support all sponsors and DraftKings here, but, but you read the Blue Moon live read, I got nothing. And for those of you that are not in Las Vegas at this moment, the reason why um, Tim Murray and Sean King and Aaron went to the bullpen was because we've had a monsoon that came in, and we have no satellite, so we're doing a closed-circuit television on the world's largest sportsbook right now. So we figured we'd come in with a couple friendly faces. Absolutely. So like, I'm like the fifth inning or sixth inning guy, maybe. Pumping it, though. You're I'm bringing 97 I, right now. No, no, no. I'm situational changeup guy. And we got Banksy, of course, you know. So that's why we're here. Now Now the monsoon looks like it's passed. We actually have have content. We walk in, and you're asking me about Alabama? So I'll, I'll jump to Alabama. I'll, I'll like- Plus 165 here at Circa. But as everyone knows, or most people do, you guys have a two-way futures market. So if you don't think Alabama is going to win the national title, mm-hmm. you can get minus $2 on that. I, I would say the one thing I, I listened to, I listened to Mike Palm and Matt Metcalf when uh, Matt was on. And I was kind of stunned. I mean, this this is an SEC guy, you know, the original. And uh, he thinks Alabama is the best college football team that he's seen. I believe, I don't want to say that it's incorrectly, but I think he said on the show it might be the best Alabama team, the best college football team he's seen in 20 years. I could be wrong on that. I have to go back and watch it. But but it's, it's a massive difference from one to two and then down from there. They're double-digit favorite in every single game. Every single game. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I told you, this is definitely his best defense. I, I do think they have uh, talent, but not a whole bunch of production on the resume at some of the receiver spots. But they have just produced Mari Cooper, Jerry Judy, Julio Jones, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Jamison Williams. So you, you know they're going to they have to, guys. And now they go to the portal and they get Burton from Georgia. They get Harrell from Louisville. They get Gibbs from uh, Georgia Tech. Final thought here on on this Bama team. I, I'd be curious, you know, I know people at the network, I think Matt Newman's, uh, others have mentioned it. Would you, because I, 11 and a half is tricky, right? You could stub your toe once. Alabama's done it before. Sean talked about the schedule. There's a lot of good teams in there. They ain't losing twice. And there's a couple books, including DraftKings, where you can bet over 10 and a half. You got to lay 280 on that, Derek. Is there a threshold in your eyes when it comes to the few, like a win total market of laying and not lay, of laying too much? Well, of course there is, but uh, I mean, I mean, obviously we all wager, and and the numbers are what are what matters. So I would tell you though, like for me, I don't want ever want to talk about Alabama. And the and the reason is is uh, single handedly I've become to have a bias because I root against Alabama in the first half for every game in the last three years because it doesn't matter what number they put up like I, like I'm just a house guy but but, uh, but it's really amazing how how Alabama I I, I think based on what we're, what we're talking about Alabama first half bets are going to be going to be the big play because how do you how do you handicap the entire game. Or the second half of an Alabama game, and that's yeah, that's that's become such a, a popular bet, rightfully so. It just it comes home, and, and at this segment I, we were going to do is how do you bet Alabama? And Derek, I think that might be the way you do it. You just got to go first half, or if you want to lay a, a, a super juicy price on a on a win total over uh, that. Um, if Alabama's a forty, let's just say they're a forty. Mm-hmm. Would you take Alabama minus 
31 and a half in the first half? I would. (laughs) (laughs) They're laying 40. Laying 40. I'm saying on a game where you're laying 40. Mm Mm-hmm. And you made the number 31 and a half. Why? I, Under, normally, it would be, what, 21? Yeah. Usually, it's kind of cut in half. Would you lay 31 and a half? We're well, probably going to find out, because that week one gang is Utah State. I know Utah State <laughs> was good <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> will you circuit is the test model. Here you can, we go. You can find out, out early in the season. <laughs> uh, Derek Stevens and Banksy hanging out. They'll still be with us. Are you guys going to be with us tomorrow? Because it's a big, big weekend for you guys here uh, at the D, I know there's some big con- uh, big sign-up weekend. So um, tell the folks about the sign-up weekends you got. Not only this weekend, but I know you and Mike Palm and uh, who's Jeff Benson also got on the desk here talking about the the promotions you guys have got going on. Yeah, uh, our first of three sign-up weekends start tomorrow. We start at Bar Canada between six and eight p.m. Okay, so it, does, it means we we're not gonna be here at seven oh. seven o'clock. But we got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll be here. <laughs> Maybe not all of us. But we'll be here. We'll be here after. We, we, we don't know. We're at 6 to 8 p.m. We're going to go to Bar Canada. Everybody's welcome. Uh, anybody that signs up, we've got all the proxies over there, and we're ready to go. So, I'm, I'm anxious to see the proxies. I had just gotten here. Have you here. put in your six yet? I haven't. I just got to take the time to go down there and do it. So you know... Derek, you know your overlay right now. It's for survival. Well, you can you can take six off of it's that. It's one thousand four hundred fourteen. You know it'll be one thousand four hundred twenty yeah. at some point because Mr. King I just got to go down there and do it. You know how you so I'm gonna do it today and then you're like ah, ready to get back and smoke a cigar. I know I have I know I have one entry that is at least getting to week nine. Because I'm just going to fade the Falcons for the first nine weeks. That's so, what I heard. The rumor, I know. The rumor at Megabuy, I already heard this. Yes. Thing. I, actually, I actually commented on it on uh, on the show with Stormy and my guys in the desert earlier today. I'm like, eh, it's it's a strategy. It it's is. It's not a bad strategy. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked worked a couple of years ago when, when you had to fade uh, the Texans, right? Yep. Yeah. And I might fade the Bears with all these injuries to their wide receivers. I might take an injury and fade them the first until they double up. I haven't looked at their schedule. Right. I think people really got to look at look at these schedules. You got to look at these schedules. Of course we sell them in our gift I shop. I sure but, do. But think about, like, pick a team, any team. I'll use a local team. Use the Raiders. When will you take the Raiders? Mm-hmm. When will you take the Raiders? I The way I look at it, as I would circle the Raiders, it's only going to be week seven. Only going to be week seven. Home That's to the only, Texans. I, I mean, where else do you see it? And they're coming off a bye. Where else do you see Rest it? advantage. You're playing the Texans. Um, yeah. At Jaguars, number nine. You have a road game, man. You Seahawks. think they're going to lose to the Jaguars? I'd rather play Ooh. them at home to the Texans off a bye. Uh, I'd take, take a week six. <laughs> <laughs> I might use them in week one. Because Boy Wonder will find a, will find a way to lose a game for the Chargers. Hey, thanks for allowing us to come in. Satellites Sean, are off. Monsoons are done. All hey, right, we real quickly, Banksy, Banksy. We, we got one minute left. Banksy, Robin Leonard, out for the year. Yet the odds, what did you say, Derek? The odds went down on the Vegas Golden Knights? I'm just looking at markets. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I don't think the odds should have went down. I think they should have went up a little bit. But I wasn't expecting much out of Liner. I'm really hoping this Thompson kid can really turn it around. I feel, I feel bad for him that he didn't get a mentor to learn from and – He's young, but who knows? Maybe if he plays 40 games, the kid's unbelievable. Um, he played great. When he when he played only a few games, he didn't play well. When he started playing six, seven, eight games, 
he played better and better and better. But it's a tough road to put a young goaltender in, and that's their Achilles heel this year is their goaltending, and we'll see what happens. Thanks for coming by, guys. Derek Stevens, Darren Banks. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early. And for a discount at 175 bucks, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for 40 bucks a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. You know, anytime the owner of Always Circa good. can pop in, Derek Stevens. Yeah, especially when he's a great guy. It's gonna be a little. Uh, it's gonna be a little later. He's get busy weekends, busy next couple weekends. Um, and if you saw, I think Circa Sports tweeted it out. Um, got some pretty cool promotions going on uh, for these events, these sign up events for all of the content. I gotta holler at our, our, our bosses. So we need to do like a Vison hospitality suite for these sign up weekends. Okay. Yeah. Think you can make that happen? Absolutely. You're an idea man. I am. I don't think you're going to be. Are you going to be the one uh, sponsoring the? Uh, uh, you're going to be there. Why would I talk to the boss if I was going to sponsor it? No. <laughs> you just bring the idea. That's right. And then you don't. You pay, don't have to fulfill. They the idea. pay for my visions to become reality. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you subscribe to Visa, you get in the hospitality suite, and then you know you What's have. The- what Free is, drinks and hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Where's that? Have our best moments from last year, like on a loop on like a TV with the volume up. <laughs> you know, like me picking Clemson to lose three games. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to find cherry picking. We're trying to draw, you know, more viewers, more listeners. Um, and when you're right, you're right, baby. 
Yeah, you're never wrong. I didn't say that. Uh, Rarely. Two, two, <laughs> yeah. two preseason games tonight, uh, Giants and Patriots. Giants <laughs> get the win. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi, though. Thorn on my side. Should have never went against my guy. And the Ravens again. Never in doubt. Get it done. Great call by you, Sean. Great call by producer Aaron Oster. Uh, great call by many. Uh, just to blindly follow the trend. 21 straight wins, 19-2 against the spread. 10 straight covers for the Ravens in the preseason. They went 23-10. Five games tomorrow, Sean, and you've got a favorite play, so let's jump right to it. Green Bay at San Francisco. This will be an 8.30 Eastern kickoff out in the Bay Area on Friday evening, uh, 5.30 Pacific. Right now, San Francisco laying two and a half. Yeah, I like Green Bay outright for a couple of different reasons. You know, first of all, the revenge angles there. San Francisco beat Green Bay last year in the playoffs. So it's not the same energy, but the energy still exists. You know, anytime we can stick it to them, we want to. Also, who's playing quarterback for San Francisco? I mean, Trey Lance, if he plays, is going to play, what, a series maybe? They're not going to risk him getting injured. Garoppolo's obviously not playing, so you're talking about the third-string guy. And, and the main reason is I think Jordan Love's going to be exceptional. I think he's going to play really good in the first half of this game and build a nice little lead. I actually am going to take Green Bay on the money line. So I'm excited about this game tomorrow. Uh, it's my play of the week. It's the game that I had circled that I was looking forward to. So uh, I'm all in on Green Bay tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully they come through. I may start my auto fade on the Falcons tomorrow, too. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> sometimes, just be wary, sometimes bad teams do perform well in the Not with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. I may auto fade the Falcons. And because of Mariota's injury history, I can't see him playing a lot. And they don't really have a third-string quarterback. It's Felipe Franks, but they tried moving him to tight, tight end. end. So, I mean, they have a tight end playing quarterback. I just There's no way this ends well for the Falcons. You know, going back to Green Bay, I, I'm very curious to see how much they're going to play Romeo Dubs. Well, Christian Watson, I think, has a hamstring. He's, he's not out. playing at yeah, all. Yeah, he hasn't been practicing. I think he's on the pup right now. Yeah. Um, so Jordan Love's getting the start, which makes sense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he'll play a snap. I'm assuming the first group to start will be Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins. And then Romeo Dubs, uh, or Lazard, and either well, Lazard and Sammy – some some combination of that, and then you'll start getting Dobbs and uh, Cobb and, and you know some of those other guys. But they're gonna give Jordan Love a chance to show, you know, that he's progressed and developed. I mean, it's good for everybody involved if Jordan Love becomes a good player. I think you're gonna see, you know, to your point. I think you're gonna see a lot of their current offensive line. Now, remember, no Bakhtiari, no El, uh, Eldon Jenkins. Those. Guys are both uh, out right now. But I think they want to make sure that, that this depth is strong. I think their defense, we know, uh, is expected to be really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Nate Sudfeld is the backup quarterback right now in San Francisco. Uh, then it goes to Brock Purdy, uh, the Iowa State, you know, kid from Iowa State that I think they got in like the seventh round. I can't wait till he gets in the game. <laughs> Sudfeld scares me slightly, but I'm not overly concerned. He has familiarity with with Shanahan. I yeah. think this is more about Jordan Love for me. This I is hope play he plays. On I hope he plays well. I think he's gonna play really, really good. All right, so that is the uh, the evening affair. There, we do have Detroit going up against Atlanta. Um, Tyler Boyle show. Very interesting here, Sean, is that this line has moved 
from three in favor. It is kind of bounced all around. It went from minus three uh, for the Lions to minus two for the Falcons, and now it is at a pick. Uh, everybody's going to be on the Lions, I would imagine, just because of hard knocks. As they should. Um, the Falcons will finish about mid-pack in the SEC this year. This <laughs> is the last time Ritter played the SEC defense. I'm just telling you, they finished mid-pack. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a, a Ritter hater. I'm not. We got Cleveland, Jacksonville tomorrow night. Not touching that. Cleveland game. minus uh, one, one and a half. The Jets and Philadelphia. Uh, that is tomorrow night as well. Philly uh, right now a pick against the Jets. And then Arizona against Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is laying up. Let me ask you a, a question. Half. Yeah. If right before game time you found that Deshaun Watson was going to play most of the first half, would you take Browns in the first half? Probably. That's what I'm going to be looking for. So I'll probably be watching the pregame broadcast. He's expected I'm be, to start. Right, I'm going to be scouring. I want to know how long Deshaun's going to play. Even if it's just the first quarter. I like Cleveland in the in the first half now. Well, and then Brissett's because if get... Deshaun's in the game, that means the other guys are in the game. They're not gonna have Deshaun out there with the second string. So you'll be seeing Amari Cooper and some of those guys in the game. Chubb probably won't play a lot because they're so deep at running back. But if Deshaun's gonna play the first quarter, then the majority of those other starters are gonna be in there with him. Well, I can tell you this, Sean. Um, yesterday. There was, when the news came out that Deshaun Watson would be playing, the movement was, was significant. Um, here at Circa, it was Cleveland plus three, went all the way to Cleveland minus one. So it moved four points right. yesterday when that news came out. Um, so I'm not going to play the whole game. I mean, I don't trust Dobbs and really I don't trust Brissett. I would only play Cleveland first half. If, if I find out that Deshaun's going to at least play a quarter. And why wouldn't he? I mean, he he is not playing the first six games. We know that. The only reason he wouldn't play a full quarter is because they don't want to expose the rest of the first teamers. Because at no point is Deshaun going to be out there with, with the second teams. Yeah, that's So true. if he's playing, that means the other guys got to play too, which exposes them to you know potential injury. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see how, how long he's out there. But I'm going to watch the pregame show. So you play. guys make sure you get your information tomorrow. You know, uh, I'm going to tune into the local Cleveland, you know, uh, apparatuses that cover the Browns and see what the reports are during the day. And, you know, I might even make a couple calls. So follow me on Twitter at Real Sean King. If I do find out, you know, via my investigative uh, expertise tomorrow, the, the, a, a solid timetable for a time frame, uh, then I definitely will, will tweet it out. Yeah. And always, yeah. Keep a close eye on who, who's going to be in, who's going to be out uh, for any of these games. But uh, Sean is on Green Bay. You should be Team Synergy. She want me to ride with you? I believe in you. Well, it's if you like money. <laughs> and we're getting plus. Well, what's the uh, Green Bay money line? What is it? Plus 130, I think, or something like um, that? Plus 125, it looks yeah. like, is the best you can find so you out get, there. You, you're getting 30 cents. Let's get it, baby. All right. LFG. Oh, something to cheer for tomorrow? Yes. The Green Bay Packers. See if they can uh, put it together, get a little victory there uh, to start the weekend. It'll be nice. I'm excited. I'm fired up. Yeah? Yeah. Right, let's do it. Baltimore Ravens get it done tonight. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles do not get it done tonight. So not a perfect night for Charm City, but 21 straight wins 
for the Baltimore Ravens. Hey, thanks to Derek Stevens and Darren Banks for uh, stopping in. A little impromptu visit. Thanks to Pamela Maldonado. Thanks to uh, Sean Corner. Scott Seidenberg is coming up next for Sean King. I'm Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.